2: And now, something completely different. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your
0: favorite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast, Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now.
2: Strap yourself in, because we're set up,
0: switched on, and ready to go.
1: Facebook,
0: Twitter, and Instagram. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sports Fan Network. Talk Sports. Powered by fans.
1: And now, here's your host. He talks right, he knows his stuff, and he knows how to make a girl laugh. Thank you. I'm here all
2: week. Hi, Chris. All right, welcome back. It's Sloppy Seconds, second show of the evening, the Formula One show earlier. And now we have got the interview show, The Conversation. And yes, my wife always said I knew how to make a laugh. Unfortunately, mostly it was at night in the bedroom, but we won't, we won't go into that. But it's a first for me tonight. I'm interviewing the legend that is Bob the Cat Bevan. M-B-E. Yes, this is my first my first ever M-B-E on the show. Now, I'm not exactly sure what to call him. When I heard that he was a Palace fan, there was one or two names that actually sprung to mind. But uh, we'll th- I'll think of something when, when, when we bring him on now, because for those of you that don't know him, I mean, what can I say? Goalkeeper extraordinaire. An all-round athlete. Some say he was Tyson Fury's inspiration. I don't know who that is, but he's an after dinner speaker, comedian, speechwriter, awards host, and MC, TV and journalist, poet, author, radio presenter, and interviewer, auctioneer as well. Basically, an all round clever dick. And we've got Bob's. Still, if you want to buy it, it's still available on Amazon, eBay and all good charity shops around the country. Uh, Bob's book, Nearly Famous. Uh, It's a very good read. And like I say, it is still available. Um, Let's bring him in. Uh, I can just say good evening, Your Majesty. Good evening. (laughs) Good to see you. It was. I'm I'm not going to mention what you've got on your head. I don't see why not. I'm wearing an Australian cap. Uh, nothing wrong with Australia. I've been to Australia. It's a lovely place. It's yeah, a shame it's full of Aussies. And yeah, uh, I love the place too. Yeah. I, I had a holiday in Cairns. Did you? Uh, yeah, I really liked it there. Like I say, probably it was full of Aussies, but apart from that, it was a lovely place, you know. Yeah, Australia <laughs> tends to be full of Aussies. It like does, Aussies. unfortunately, doesn't yeah. it? Yes, yeah. But... Um, no, as a MBE, what what can I say? Uh, the first after dinner speaker to ever get an
0: MBE. Yeah, well, as far as I know, yeah, no one's challenged that, and it is uh, nineteen years ago now.
2: Wow, wow! Yes. When we were all a lot younger. Yeah, that's you know. true. But I mean, I did sort of. I, re- I went through the list of uh, <laughs> your activities, shall we say? I mean any any chance of you leaving a few jobs for the rest of us uh, <laughs> well covid slowed everything down
0: and yes. uh, i think we're just creeping back i'm uh, i'm working mm. every friday this month and that hasn't happened for about well not since covid really so yes uh, yes so that's very encouraging just got an itchy
2: eye sorry about that that's all right you you scratch away um yeah, I was looking because you, you're doing a lot of after dinner speaking, uh, and obviously you've got the website that you can uh, go, people can go and check you out where you're appearing locally. Um, I've got to say this, there's been a lot of praise um, about your about your shows. Um, one thing I have noticed that most of it's coming from people that have passed away. So I, <laughs> I, I, I'm just quite lucky that I'm I'm still alive. to you, yes.
0: They tried laughing, you see.
2: Ah, yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Well, yeah. I, I'll, I'll have a giggle. Hopefully, I won't go too far. Um, but you do, I mean, you've got a love of cricket, uh, a yeah. love of golf. Uh, of you course, you're an next goalie. Do you prefer the bigger or the smaller balls? Uh, well,
0: uh, football's number one for me. Yeah. Uh, cricket's not far behind, but I'm more knowledgeable about football. Uh, an Anorak almost, um, you know, not just a top mm. level, but also non league as well. Because I started supporting uh, as a kid, I started supporting Dulwich Hamlet, who are currently in mm. National South. Mm. And uh, I still go and see them occasionally. Uh, but mainly I go to Paris, of course. Um, and well, with, uh, then. With an NBA, uh, uh, of
2: course, you would. Sorry. I say, with having an MBE, of course you would. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, mad. you'll see.
0: You'll see. I did a joke about that. If uh, anyone wants to go on to YouTube, yeah. and see Bob the Cat roast the Duke, I do mention that to the Duke of Edinburgh when uh, I delivered this poem about him.
2: So. That that is the one I haven't seen yet. I was watching it. I saw the one that you did dear old Ronnie Ronnie Corbett, who again, yeah, no longer with us. But you you did you did one for him. I got to say, I loved your comment um, to his wife. I believe who asked for a copy of the poem, and you said at least let me finish it first, love. Yeah, that was his wife. <laughs> Yes, and
0: Ron, Ron, uh, Ronnie used to, Ronnie used to come and watch Palace occasionally. So uh, did he? Wow! And uh, and there there was a picture that had a very old, uh, all my yesterdays game between Palace against Luton Town, hmm. frighteningly about forty years ago, and there was Ronnie and I sitting next to each other in the stands. So uh,
2: wow, wow. Yeah. I mean, let's let's talk Palace for a minute. Yeah. Um, I mean, you had, well, you're having a better season than we are. <laughs> let's be honest with you. Well, but I
0: think that's touch and go. Really, that's.
2: A... <laughs> well, you we're dragging you in. You are slowly, uh, and of course, you've got the uh, the big derby match uh, this evening. Um, not exactly local rivals, but we were talking no. about it you before. Um, you're away. With seventy three, seventy four minutes gone, one nil down to Brighton and Hove yeah. Albion. I mean, that's a weird sort of um, rivalry. like, it's, yeah. it's you know, Liverpool and Everton, I get, but Palace and Brighton. Yeah,
0: no, uh, it stems from something that went on between Venables and Mallory. Uh, mm. It was an FA Cup game, I think. I'm not, I, I'm not totally clear why it happened because. When I was a kid, uh, the the big rivalry was Millwall and to a degree Charlton.
2: Mm.
0: And uh, all the guys I went to school with, they largely supported Millwall, because I went to school nearer Millwall than Palace. Right. But I just fancied the name, I think. But the iron there's rather an irony in that in 1983, I was hired to relax and amuse the Brighton team at the Cup Final. <laughs> and those who are old enough to remember will remember Brighton went on the uh, helicopter to Wembley, uh, a British Caledonian helicopter. That's how long ago it was. Aye, aye. And I was in the helicopter. I was in the dressing room with him, And I mean, it was a fantasy, really. And mm. I don't think anyone really was clued up that I was a big palace supporter at the time. <laughs>
2: Did you drop anything in the tea? Is this why they lost? <laughs> no,
0: I was desperate for them to win because uh, they were a great crowd of blokes. Mm. And we are still, you know, some of us are still in touch after all these years. Wow. And I think there will be some sort of reunion at Brighton this year because it is 40 years. Well is right. uh, that Steve Foster was it? The, uh, yeah, Steve Foster yeah. but he yeah. was suspended for the first game. Right. But uh, and strangely enough the current chairman uh hired me uh, about 4 years ago he took a lot of uh his contacts on a cruise on the med. Ooh. And he hired me as the entertainer so even though he knows I'm a Palace fan, you know we're we're good friends. Yes,
2: and, uh, yeah. It's a hard life, isn't it? Really, you know.
0: Well, you know when when you you know when you think about Brighton, who were one game away from going out of the league, mm. it's great to see them oh. having turned the corner. You, and you... Uh, as part of my family, are massive Brighton fans.
2: Well, so, well, that causes some arguments on Derby days, then.
0: Not really, because you know, as so long as Palace are doing all right, I'm really happy to see Brighton do well. Not tonight, of course.
2: But... <laughs> no, no, only when you don't play them. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean it's it's. I mean, I obviously, you know, being a Leicester fan, we have the rivalry with Derby and Forest and Coventry. I suppose they're like the the main three for me. And I know Derby sort of – I do take pleasure in seeing them if they get relegated, but, like, with Derby, you've got all the um, financial problems. I would never want to see them go out of business. No. Yeah, now, least... I'm not sure I even
0: want to see them relegated, really, because we've been relegated enough to know how horrible that is, um, <laughs> particularly if, as I've been lucky enough to do over the years, when you get behind the scenes, if you're in a ballroom, uh, a day a team goes down. I mean, we mm. we when we got into the Premier that season, we got into the playoffs by beating Peterborough at home, mm.
2: uh,
0: which sent them down. And as it happened on the day, Peterborough were by far the better team and were 2-0 up. Now I'm very friendly with Barry Fry. Oh God! And, yeah, <laughs> and and I was in the ballroom with that day with Barry, and I was so sorry for them all really because they were absolutely shattered because at two nil mm. they thought they were going to stay up.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, of course, Jim Barry Fry. My God, that's. Yeah. Uh, that's a blast from the past, isn't it? but uh, well, he's
0: still there at Peterborough. Is he? I think he's managing director, isn't he? Well, I, I haven't checked yet lately. No. Maybe he's retired. But...
2: Well, maybe he's just gone quiet, which is not like yeah. him, if we're, if we're honest. Uh, he's still 1-0, unfortunately. Is it? Yeah. There's no difference on there. Um, but, I mean... <sighs> You've, you've, you've had Roy Hodgson for quite a few years. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, you know, for a lot of fans outside of Palace, he, he will always carry that, you know, England manager disaster around his shoulders. But I was reading, or, or I was listening, I should say, recently, when Roy was there, he didn't really have money to spend. Well, and, I don't yeah, think Vieira has, to be honest, now. Well, so Stanley had more than, than Roy, and I'm just wondering... Yeah, he had more than Roy. Yeah. Do you think if Roy had had maybe the money that um, uh, Patrick's got, then he, he, he may have been able to sort of just take it that step further? Yeah, I think so.
0: And I think that's what we're suffering from uh, at the moment. I don't mm-hmm. think there's the investment going in. I think the Americans um, are looking elsewhere a little bit, mm. and uh, this is own... I have no... You know, I'm not behind the scenes anymore. Oh, no, no. Uh, this is just a feeling I have, really.
2: Mm.
0: It wouldn't be the first time I was talking rubbish. Because
2: be <laughs> You and me both. <laughs> I don't get paid, unfortunately, but... Um, I mean... <sighs> Look, look. I mean, Palace, like I say, they've been one of those teams that sort of never... were always on the edge, like I say, of just doing that little step further, but they never yeah. quite quite did it. I mean, looking back at sort of, you know, when Leicester... And I still have to pinch myself to think that we actually won the Premier League. As a neutral, as in, you you, know, you didn't have a horse in the race at that point, did it give you as a Palace fan hope that maybe one day... Well, I think everyone loved...
0: Um... Uh, it went Leicester won the league because Mm. I think it's one of the great things about football that there are a lot of surprises, although they don't come much bigger than that.
2: No. But but
0: for you to, you know, every week there's about 12 surprises. But for you to produce surprises week after week... Mm. was extraordinary and, you know, I think everyone, you know, anyone who really likes football likes to see the lower teams, you know, Mm. have their day in the sun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when, you know, when I started watching Crystal Palace, they were in Division 3 South. Mm. They missed the cut into the fourth division. So we were playing Barrow and Accrington with great respect to them. Yeah, And then one day we got into the top division, which which we didn't do until 1970. And then 20 years later, we got in the cup final, Mm. which you never, ever thought, you know, because the cup final used to be the Holy Grail, but it's not quite so much now, sadly. But I remember doing a dinner in 1990 obviously we lost in the replay mm. i remember doing a dinner and a bloke came out of the audience who was a palace fan and he said did you go to the final and i said you're joking of course i was at the final i said in fact i was on wogan the night before with bobby <laughs> joe as the and palace fan
2: yes and
0: i i said of course i was there and and this guy said to me I w- I just wanted to watch him walk out. And I thought that said it all. Mm. You know, he didn't expect to win, but just to see Crystal yeah. Palace walk out at the cup final. And I'm sure, you know, you look now down into the fourth division, someone supporting Sutton United. Mm. Who can say in 25 years' time... Who knows who where they might end up?
2: Well, look look at look at well, the old Wimbledon. You know, yeah. I mean they, they went one step further and won it. It took us yeah. five attempts to win it, I have to say. We saw yeah. we saw our team walk out a lot, but they just never never walked back out with the trophy until a couple of seasons ago. Uh, of course, one of your ex chairmen or owners, um, a gentleman who has an opinion or two on the radio these days, Mr Jordan. Oh, my God. Do we have to talk about him? (laughs) Well, I was going to say, what are your thoughts on him? And I'm presuming not very good. Well, I cannot believe that he
0: has the front to pontificate about football with the mess he left Palace in. And I sold sold my books when they came out. I did a big book signing. Mm. This is about 20 years ago. I'm still waiting for the money. Really? And uh, I, I just have no time for him at all, I'm afraid.
2: We'll move on very quickly then. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, good luck to Palace for the rest of the season. Um, hopefully we'll be playing each other next season still in the Premier League. Let's hope so. Yes, sir. Uh, I mean, we said, touched on it earlier, you, you've worked a lot in Australia Uh it says yeah. here twice at the Aussie Rules final, two thousand and eight and eighteen. Also at the Ashes uh, in twenty twenty two. Obviously, a lot of people would say, "Why do you keep?" Now, actually, doing that? I I
0: didn't I didn't end up. I, I worked at the two Ashes before twenty twenty oh, right. right. Uh, where actually, I was a guest of Cricket Australia because I was president of Kent ten years ago. Mm. Um, but in 2022, I was due to go, but unfortunately, COVID put a stop to that. Ah, uh,
2: yeah, and of course, so, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: And so, uh, last time I went was 2018, where I did uh, a load of gigs around the Aussie Rules final. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I just love
2: working on Australia. The audiences are fantastic. Well, I was going to say, what's their sense of humour like compared to ours? Well, we can probably
0: be a little bit more politically incorrect. Right. Well, not that I am, really, although I ha- obviously I have been, but you can hardly say anything now.
2: That is very true.
0: <laughs> I, I heard the other day... Apparently, there are now 180 different genders. Oh. God knows what they are. But I think it would be quite good if I could manage to upset each one of them before I go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You've you t- you got, you got a bucket list, have you, and you're ticking them off? <laughs> well, I'd like to know what what they're all called, you know, for a start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, uh, but yeah, but, yeah, I mean, as, like I said to you, I've been to Australia. I loved it over there. I didn't want to come back, you know, yeah. but, uh, the, the, uh, unfortunately, I, I had to. Um, you touched on it there, cricket. Um, and I must admit, I mean, you were the president of Kent, you you, you were saying. I mean, Leicester, Shane, not. Let's say it's not one of our best sports (laughs) at the moment, cricket. We've struggled for quite a few uh, years now. But the thing I find with cricket is that I love what they're doing with their version of VAR. You know, you you see it, you hear what's being said, you hear the decision, you know, and he he either says yes or no, and you can see where the ball's going to hit. But I must admit, once you get outside the ashes i can't get excited about test um cricket because it goes on a bit long for me i've got the attention span of a goldfish but i love one day and i really really enjoy um you know the 2020
0: yeah
2: absolutely but
0: i i i like all test cricket particularly the way england are playing it at the moment and <clears throat> excuse me and um Funnily enough, I just realised last Friday I was doing a dinner with your county man, uh, Jonathan Agnew. Oh, wow. And yes. Aggers and I were marvelling in how great it is to watch England at the moment, even though we That's I know cool. we've lost a, one or two to Bangladesh, but we've not got all our
2: top players playing, of course. It's been, it's been a while. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, I I I think I I started to really get into to cricket. I felt like a lot of people did with the, with both of them's ashes. Yeah. And I always feel that was a bit unfair on um with Mike Willis wasn't it the other the Bob other Willis. Former. Sorry. Bob Willis. Bob Willis that's it sorry. Because yeah. he he did as much if not more than both of them yeah. really. No I think I think to be fair
0: I mean Bob uh and particularly, his brother are great mates, and well, Bob is an ex great mate, of course, he's died, yeah. But I'm still great mates with his brother. And to be fair to uh, Beefy, he's the first to say that it was Bob Willis's day, really. Mm. Um, but you know, it was just such a wonderful game, oh, yeah, but, yeah. You know, unless you're really into it, you can have a few days where. You you can have a little bit of a
2: snooze, but
0: you know, well, I well, think it's getting fascinating more and more, really,
2: test cricket. It's what it's what I used to call the Jeff Boycott days. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now Jeff Jeff was president of Yorkshire when mm. I was president of Kent. And uh, he's a great lad. I like Jeff. He calls a spade a spade, you know. Yeah. He says anyway, there's a good line from him. I sent him an email. When he was 80 last year, mm-hmm. and he sent me a great note back saying, Normally, when I get to 80, I go on to 100, but I might <laughs> not find it so easy this time.
2: <laughs> I thought coming from him, that was sensational. Yeah, I, I love him as a comment you know, when he was doing his commentary. Yeah. I, I, I really did. But as, um, I feel like old school cricket, President, I don't mean that awfully, but it was a case of you know the whites, and you know that you sat there and you applauded politely. Um, and then we got sort of the balmy army. and of course, now with the lights of 2020, you've got different colors and night games. I mean, I can say I, I feel it's attracting because I will watch things that I would never normally watch, right. But how as sort of an ex-president... are still talking about cricket here, are you? yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Now, now. Yes. Yeah, it got me into it where I probably wouldn't have maybe watched no. as much as I do watch.
0: No, I accept that, although I think the 100 is a step too far. Mm. I think it's a yeah. game we don't need.
2: Mm. I think
0: it's totally wrecked the fixtures. And we've got a ludicrous situation this year where the ashes has to be completed within a month. Well, Mm. you know, normally that runs on through the summer, which is great. Mm. But there we are. There's nothing we can do about it. No. uh, Sometimes it all started to go
2: a bit bit different with um, them. And again, another Australian, Mr. Kerry Packer. Yeah. Yeah, I've not met him. I met his son. I right. Think. I mean again um it, it wasn't he wasn't very popular was he? Well, he wasn't very popular at start
0: but mm. um he changed the whole face of cricket both financially. Yeah. So the players got better paid, but also the quality of the uh, television presentation was, was just great and then uh, one of the chaps who was behind that was a chap called Dave Hill who came over here and he's the guy who set up Sky with the Premier League and, in fact, I did the uh, first four Monday Night Lives All right. uh, of the Premier League because he thought I was the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. But then they decided they couldn't afford to have people on there who took the mickey because they mm. were taking it bit seriously then. And so, uh, but it did lead me to go on to do 606 after Danny Baker. So I enjoyed, I enjoyed that. But, but uh, Dave it's... Hill, so it was noisy. He's mm. the guy who started putting the score and the time up in the top corner of the screen. Which, of course, is now around the world. Everyone yeah.
2: does that, of course. Wow. I mean, 606, bit of a, a classic, wasn't it? You know, yeah. um, even after uh, Danny Baker. But I've got to ask, because I've got to say, all joking aside, I mean, complete 1,000% kudos to you. I, 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 I bow before you. You once stayed overnight with Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not in I'll... the same, not in the same room.
2: Oh, don't spoil it! Don't spoil it for <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, I've got here. What a lucky sod! How did you? I mean, I got to be honest with you. It was the whole uh, As when I were,
0: as when I had a PR company, <laughs> and I arranged for her to name a ship and ah, um yeah. and we stayed overnight in the holiday in Dover would you believe <laughs> and she was the nicest uh, the nicest girl i mean she was very then very very attractive of course but well, i'm sure she is now <laughs> i'm sure she still is yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um I, I i haven't seen her since but we are sort of loosely in touch because she is great
2: Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with muck delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
0: Friends with the wife of Rob Bransgrove, who's the chairman of Hampshire Cricket, because his wife was a dancer, like my wife uh, was a dancer, mm-hmm. uh, and Catherine and Rod's wife were in the West End together in 42nd Street, oh, nice. and they have been friends ever since. And so when Mandy, Mandy Bransgo had a birthday recently, Catherine sent a video oh. to wish her well at the party, and I wrote a poem for the evening uh, for them as well, so uh, which was Mickey taking, of course. I've,
2: well, I would expect nothing less. Uh, and we're going to come to one of your poems later. But I've got to say, I was hoping that story was going to go maybe a bit of a different way than that.
0: No, <laughs> she w- she went out. Um, quite a lot of the girls from my company that I had at the time went out to dinner with her. Unfortunately, I w- I'd returned from a stag night and went to bed early. This doesn't go very well, really.
2: No. And, uh,
0: but a lot of my, my colleagues went out to dinner with her uh, the night before the launching, and they said how nice she was. And then the next day, I spent the day with her, and um, she was the nicest person. You know, that's
2: what was really good. And you didn't mind being seen around town with her, I'm sure. No. <laughs> no, no, there is a no. picture of us in my book, so. <laughs> you know, you well, let's not get into pictures. We might be a bit... Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't got... A, I can't afford expensive lawyers. Uh, can I just say, at Brighton, you are now into the 98th minute and they're still playing. Really? I'm not sure what... But then again, it's 95 minutes at Southampton. And so is I'm it still sure. 1-0? Unfortunately, it is. Sorry, yes, yes. And how are Brentford doing at Southampton? Brentford are winning one nil. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is three points for me in the prediction league, so I'm quite happy about that. Yeah. But you were saying there with Catherine about it, you were launching ships uh, at yeah. that. Time. You it says. Um, I mean, obviously, we you know, <laughs> it's on the internet, so we hope that you know we get our information right. Sixteen ship launches. You must have yes. really pissed the Queen off. Uh, I mean, is she getting ready. Oh, it's Bob's no, no, turn again oh, bloody hell. Like
0: I it. think you've uh, I think you've misunderstood. I was head of PR for a company called European Ferries. Right. And so I
2: organized sixteen ship ah, right. I didn't I didn't launch them. I was gonna say otherwise when you've given you have given me the MB you know you know that's sort of the sword's the knighthood, isn't it? She might yeah. You might have got that out just to chop your head off, um, but uh, I mean that was was that the ferry the ferry company? Did you say? You yeah, ferry. Yeah, yeah. Um, Townsend Torrison. Yeah, I remember Townsend Taurus, and The sad, obviously, the sad accident that that they yeah. had. Um, well,
0: fortunately, I'd left three years before, ah, but, right. but it was terrible, and obviously, I knew a lot of people who were involved. So yes. Yes. A totally upsetting time.
2: I was I was working in the travel business at the time, and uh, we used to sell a lot of Dirt Townsend Torrison tickets. They were yeah. the easiest to sell and the easiest to write out. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was it was bad news and RIP. Even, even
0: if you yeah. couldn't spell
2: Torrison. Exactly, yes. TT, everybody knew it as. You know. Yeah, know. Yeah. But I've got to say that you've given me a lot of firsts. Like I said, my first MBE that I've interviewed uh, nearly got some dirt on you and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Two names that I never, ever thought I would say in one of my shows, Saddam Hussein and Princess Anne. And I certainly never thought that I would be saying them together. Now, yeah. apparently... You upset one of them and you got embarrassed in front of the other. No, (laughs) I didn't. uh, I I didn't upset either of them.
0: Uh, Princess Anne came to open a car ferry terminal for me Mm -hmm. uh, at uh, Felixstowe. And um, uh, I now uh, have the great pleasure of knowing her husband quite well because he was president of Kent two years ago and so i did say to him once that his wife had opened a car ferry terminal for me which probably wasn't the highlight of uh, her career to which he <laughs> said he to which he said oh i don't know so that was quite a good line no what what happened was i when i was in the pr business i i had uh, shaken hands to uh, win the account to try and get some tourism for qatar um mm. and uh, uh we we shook hands with the powers that be there and they said they were coming to london in two weeks time to sign the contract and we flew home and while we were in the air Saddam Hussein invaded Kuwait, and I never heard from him again. <laughs> a lot so of people... life, life has moved
2: on since. Of course. Yeah, of course. It was a a while after that not many, no, nobody heard from him again. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. bad news. I'm afraid full time that the, the Amex. I can see it the on the screen. Was yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, and I don't think I think the other one. Yeah, the other one, oh the other one's finished now, news. Do you know something, you can never rely on football teams, can you? At no. one nil to Brentford, I was on three points. They scored yeah. another goal, and it's finished two nil. So really? I, don't, I do You know, no what I think
0: I forecast two nil.
2: Oh, I, that I, I needed the three points as well. Are you doing Super Six? No, no, this is just what I do for the channel. Oh right, okay. <laughs> I need I needed the uh, typical Brentford one job. Brentford one job. Yeah. But, uh, moving on from Saddam Hussein and Princess Anne, <laughs> which is probably a good thing. Um, football writers, football of the year dinners. Uh, four times you've done. Yeah. Taylor Dermot, uh, John Barnes, Eric Cantona. I hope you didn't get attacked by seagulls. And of course, our own Crisp seller. Mr. Gary Lineker, who's been yes. in the news lately. Well, I wrote a poem for the evening, mm. which was
0: called... Because at that time, he was leaving Spurs to go to uh, to the Far East. Campus um, 8, I believe it was, yes. And, um, mm. and uh, so I wrote a poem, which, as far as I know, is still hanging in his loo, <laughs> and uh, it was called... Uh, goodbye gal with apologies to neil simon and um, um, and i remember the first verse there were 16 of them oops. some of which i might not be able to deliver now
2: no
0: but uh, the first verse was mm. one day after playing west ham gal said my career's in a jam so he went to el said though no, you pay me quite well i think i'll clear off to japan so i've cleaned
2: that up actually <laughs> yeah yes, i'm sure and i know which words you've cleaned up there um, i mean <laughs> 16 verses wow yeah. um, i've got to say obviously he's been in the news lately yeah and we again we discussed this just before we came live Um, whether you sort of agree with what he says or don't agree with what he says and I don't agree with a lot of what he says I mean like I said to you before I was at school with him I was in the same class as him Um, What went wrong? (laughs) Whatever happened to him I don't (laughs) know (laughs) but um, you know, we we, we are different ends of the political spectrum and I, I have no problem with that we live in a free society but I, I I have got to say that his right to say what he wants, what any of us want, should be allowed. I mean, there was a time when I remember one of the comedians, well-known comedian at the time, was doing some tours around some uh, universities, and he went to one, and they gave him a list of things that he couldn't make jokes about. Hmm. I mean, well, it's got- we get we
0: get that if I go to work at a dinner. Mm. Um. Uh, uh, particularly a corporate dinner there will be certain areas where you you wouldn't upset anyone's sensitivities mm. because you are being paid by the booker yes and therefore i think you respect that so while i totally agree with you about the free speech mm. um uh he was asked by uh his employers who pay him very good money uh, to observe certain rules. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think, I think out of respect to them, he should not have done that. And I thought it was rather hypocritical to, uh, to you know, criticizing the language used by the government Well, his language talking about Nazi Germany was no better, frankly. And I think quite a lot of Jewish people may have been upset
2: by that. I think so. Um...
0: So I think he and I certainly don't think, you know, all the others should have cleared off because I think it's a question of, you know, you show loyalty to your employers and you show loyalty to your public.
2: And I mean, it does, it does I suppose... If you,
0: if you want to say a load of political stuff on either direction, you're totally entitled to do so, but you can resign and do it if it means that much to you. Yes. You're still taking the BBC shilling, of course.
2: Which is our shilling, our shilling. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's funny because um, you're quite right. We, you know, it all depends on you know, exactly what he uh, has signed and what he's agreed to on that. Um, yeah. I think, the BBC have made a, 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 a straw for their own back here, um, and I think that they've opened up uh, Pandora's box with this. Um, For me, I've got to be honest with you And nothing against what he said But just taking it If I was to be able to watch a match of the day With no pundits on I would love it I would say show me five (laughs) minutes more of every game Yeah You know, and um, I have to admit I have to admit
0: that There are occasions when uh, Even my great hero, Ian Wright there are mm. occasions when I fast forward the pundits. Yeah.
2: I get, I the get the it at live matches. I understand at live matches because you've got the yeah. the halftime break to fill. Yeah, but not on highlights, you know. But I, I, I preferred it without the pundits. And although I must admit, I did prefer the GB News alternative match of the day, but that was only because I was on it. <laughs> so I would prefer that. I mean, how do you react? And and I would certainly. I understand what you're saying about when you're doing an after-dinner speech that they may say, right, Don't please don't mention passing away because, you know, Josie's... Well, if I were, I'll, give
0: you, I'll give you an example. Mm. If I was going to take the mickey out of someone because I take the mickey out of people, that's what I do, really. Yes, yeah. But, you know, if I'm going to do a joke about someone getting drunk, mm. I always check that I'm not... I'm not in the presence of a recovering alcoholic yeah. Yeah. because then that would not be amusing. No. And so and there are various other things. I mean, if a guy's been divorced three times or whatever, mm. or you know, he's had some tragedy, I try and make sure I know, you yes. know, that there's no no go areas before I
2: go on. So I suppose it is different. Um With an after dinner speaker, just to an outright sort of, you know, comedian. I love, I've got to be honest with you, the the non PC comedians, you know, Jim Davidson, Ricky Gervais, uh, et cetera. Um, But uh, it's the world we live in, it's a changing world. And and that's how it should be. That's how it should be. Um, Goalkeeping, you were, like you said yourself. (laughs) A, a a top-notch goalkeeper. A no, I never said that. <laughs> a a now, model I was, of athleticism. I
0: was I was goalkeeper for the old Wilsonian seventh eleven. <laughs> Seven. but I did used I did used to play on the field, and then when I slowed up, I went in goal, and they started calling me the cat because <laughs> I gave my defence kittens.
2: Ah, that's what he was. <laughs> You're not like not like uh, Peter Bonetti then? No,
0: but Peter, I got to meet Peter at dinners mm. and he turned up, first time I met him, which was a lovely thing to do, he turned up with a lawyer friend uh, and he gave me a, a properly drawn-up writ for nicking his name <laughs> and the damages were two worn-up whips, three packets of Wrigley's, and a pint of lager. <laughs> and they not only have produced this proper rip, yeah. but they'd had a blown-up one done, which they laminated it, oh. and it's hanging in my office over the other side uh, oh. to this day. And it's I just thought real. that was a lovely thing to do for a bloke he'd never yeah. met. You know. No, totally, totally. Uh, yeah. i say, did you pay? <laughs> did I what? Did you pay? Uh, no. Do you know what I should have done? Because my local publican said you should have given him the Wrigley's and the Walnut Whips and <laughs> made him come down to Tunbridge Wells to get his pint of lager. Yes. Yes, <laughs> so I missed a trick there. You did. sadly you? now he's gone, of course. Of course, uh, yeah. There's so uh, many As, many have, as out. have
2: so many. Yes, yes. So there we are. You, You've—I don't think there's a football club that you've not actually spoken at.
0: Yeah, uh, I—I've done—I've done all but about a dozen of the ninety-two. Hmm. Uh, so it was my ambition to speak at them all, but you know, I don't think I'm going to do it now, really. So you—you uh, you never know.
2: Fingers crossed. You never for know. I've you.
0: done Leicester City several times, and um, yes. Martin George, your ex-chairman, got me to do his, um, got me to do his, I think it was his 60th birthday, which was a big party, a big shooting party. Oh, God. They weren't the greatest audience because they came from a generation where they were too macho to wear ear defenders when they were shooting. And so I wondered why I, I didn't go so well. And some woman said, well, they're all deaf, aren't they?
2: <laughs> well, you thought this is going well.
0: Nobody's yeah. complaining, you know. And, and funnily enough, uh, uh, Palace were playing Leicester. And mm. when I parked, Martin stepped out of his roller. And I said to him, I haven't seen you for years, Martin. Uh, last one was your 60th. And he said, "Funnily enough, I'm 70 today."
2: Oh, so oh. I don't
0: know what he is now. Is he st-
2: is he still around at? Leicester? I'm not sure. I would possibly think not, but I don't. I don't. Know. I don't want to sort of no. kill him off before his time. or thought. But um, is Alan or still at? Leicester? Oh, he is still going. Yes, please they... give him my love. I will do. He will do. He's... Ambassador and and that. The, he will still be going when they've got to wheel him out onto that pitch you know, in yeah. the back chair to do it. He is absolutely amazing. I mean, as you know, he had a heart attack, yeah. And you know what is lovely about Alan? It's not just me, it, it, he it's, played for Palace, you know. He did. did, he did, you and know, he,
0: when we were in the first division, mm, when we were
2: in the top tier, but then he got his senses right and he came to, <laughs> to Leicester. Yeah. But I mean. Yeah, I, he'd had the 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 trouble, and obviously he was a big you know supporter of and having defibrillators everywhere, quite rightly. Yeah. And I had a heart attack um, about three years ago now, and uh-huh. I say not just me. He, he they do it for a lot of a lot of fans, but he took the time to ring me up. Yeah, and say how's it going now? Don't do yeah. this and do this. And he is a absolutely. No, he's lovely, a lovely yeah, man. He's
0: a legend and. I've I've done a few dinners up there, and uh, mm. uh, he was always there. But I haven't done one there for a bit, of course.
2: So. Oh, he's uh, he's a he's a Mr. Leicester. Although, obviously, like you say, he did have a history of other clubs as well. Yeah, but yeah. no, Leicester's in his left breast, isn't it? It is definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And of course, he has the the. the well, he did have the pub. I don't know if he's still got the pub. Yeah. Were there any clubs that you absolutely couldn't wait to get out of? <laughs> I don't think so. No, I've, um, uh,
0: no, I I don't think so. I can't think of one. No, I mean, everywhere I've been, you know, people are very friendly and, you know, everyone, you know, I, I, even though I was uh, demonstrably lacking in natural talent, um, (laughs) I'd always loved the atmosphere of sport. And you know, sport is such a force for good. And you know, it's enriched my life really. Yes. And you know, I've been to clubs that, like Millwall, our deadly rivals, or Brighton. You know,
2: mm.
0: and I'm just made so welcome. It's uh, it's fabulous, really
2: it should always be like that shouldn't it you know scream at each other for 90 minutes and then go and have a beer and what have you afterwards you know and it would be remiss of me not to just end with this but you did as you said at the start um receive your mbe yeah um obviously and you know we we thank you for coming on your majesty um, you met uh-huh. the dearly departed queen. Tell us about uh, that. Must have been a truly, truly special day for you.
0: What was that? What getting my MBE, yes, yes. yeah, because we all hoped it would be the queen. Mm. And, um, I was, uh, I was doing countdown on and off at the time. Oh, yeah, and, um, I mean, if we're coming to the end, this is probably a good story to end on,
2: Richard. Did he, White, does it
0: involve Carol Vorderman? <laughs> yeah, Carol Vorderman and Richard Whiteley.
2: Yes, Rich, yes. And
0: um, Richard became a great pal of mine.
2: Mm. In
0: fact, I haven't been on it since he died, so that probably says something. Mm. Anyway, uh, Richard and I were in the same honours list. He got an OBE. And so this is 2004. He went one week, I went the next. We both went to each other's leaving party. Uh, 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 celebration parties mm. needless to say his was much bigger than mine and um, uh, when you go on countdown uh, people used to tell you it was the queen's favorite program and so we were both hoping we'd get the queen and yeah. even then she was only doing one in three investitures right and anyway we both got the queen and we were very lucky
2: yeah
0: and so Richard went to get his uh, gong and he stepped forward and the Queen said, uh, uh, because you announce, first of all. Right. So Mr. Richard Whiteley for services to broadcasting. So he steps forward and she said, I'm very pleased to give you this and puts his medal on. And she said, now tell me, what sort of broadcasting do you do? So he was absolutely shattered. He managed to recover. And he said, well, ma'am, I introduced a quiz program on Channel 4 called Countdown. And I've been doing it for 22 years. And she said, well, whatever it is, it must be jolly good. And (laughs) shook his hand and he was gone. it was absolute nonsense
2: that it was the Queen's. <laughs> <favourite programme. laughs> uh, I, I can imagine that must have really knocked the stuffing out of him. You know? Yeah, he took
0: it very well. Yeah. But you yeah. know, he told the story against himself later. Yes, so.
2: yeah, he was yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he was the top, top bloke, actually. Yeah. Died far too young, I'm afraid. Fortunately, yes. I always remember yeah. the uh the, the was it Noel's gotcha on him as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, you know. Uh, no, no, he was a top. Yes, he was. He was. Bloke. Bob, yeah. thank you so so much for coming. On. I love talking memories. I think we run over time, have not we? We are coming up to the end of it now, but we never oh, okay. never mind. We 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 can always we can always find time. It doesn't matter. Don't worry about that. And I, can I just say though, my biggest I've, I've loved doing it. My biggest disappointment is there was nothing to talk about with Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> that, that was be my. Be now! Point.
0: You've got to be careful. You've got to mention the other 178 genders
2: now. Yeah, well, this is this is very true. I should have, I should have got them printed off first. But, yeah. um This is where people can find you anyway, and and follow you, and find out where all your uh, upcoming. Um, after dinner speeches and yep. uh, days are, uh, and of course it's www.bobthecatbevan.com. dot That's right. Go through it, and I'll put that link in, in in the chat below. And when when's your next one, Bob? Uh, I'm doing uh, something on Friday
0: at Ashridge Golf Club in Hertfordshire.
2: Right. So, so if, anybody,
0: um... if anybody's around there. Um, and then I've got a uh, Jimmy Greaves Foundation dinner the following Friday. All oh, right. So oh, uh, Jimmy, and Greaves. I've got a I've got a lunch the same day, which is the National Lubricants Association. If you believe that, it's the second time I've done that, and don't say a word because they've heard them all before.
2: I'm sure, I am sure they have. <laughs> and I don't think there's anything I could say that, that YouTube wouldn't cut out, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> so, that, <laughs> so that's more. Now, that could probably go further than the Catherine Zeta-Jones story. You know? <laughs> but do please, ch- everybody, check out the, um, the website, And uh, find out where Bob is appearing, and if not, who knows? You might see him down at Selhurst Park if they have a goalkeeping problem. He's just waiting for the call. If Patrick's watching, call him. Call him. (laughs) Okay, Bob. Thank you so much for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Okay, and I'll send you the link. uh, Good luck to Leicester. Well, we'll need it. Yeah, definitely need it. And like I say, let's hope we're playing each other again uh, in the Premier League next season. Yeah. Okay, mate. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Bob. All the best, mate. Good Take mate. care. Of yourself. Good night, yeah. everyone. Good night. Good night. Oh, my thanks there to Bob. What a character. Um, Catherine Zeta-Jones? I I just (laughs) can't. Maybe if it had been Catherine Zeta-Jones and the lubricants. no, 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 let's not go there. Let's just not go there. I can't afford the lawyers. Uh, I'm going to be back tomorrow night at 9 o'clock with the Brentford Preview. Um, we will see you then. Uh, if you've been watching Leicester's slide TV on Twitch and YouTube, and also if you've been listening on your favourite podcast platform, uh, thank you for lending me ears. You can have them back now. Uh, thanks a lot for that, Nate. Glad you enjoyed it. Um, bad luck to Palace tonight, uh, but I did get a point for the Brighton win, and Brentford just let me down. All I'll say is thanks to everybody for watching and listening, and as always at the end, I'm going to hand you over to Orney. Good night.
1: Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too, or I'll be back.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport, powered by fans. That's all,
2: folks. Thanks for watching Leicester till I die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.